0: In the meantime, we're going to turn our attention to some great news that we had from earlier on in the week, and that was that Peter Boll, he was cleared of any wrongdoing after his A sample did come back positive for a banned substance in synthetic EPO. He had this to say uh, when he released a statement on social media. Last month, I told everyone that I was innocent and asked that everyone in Australia believe me and let the process play out. I was hopeful that the process would exonerate me This morning, I am relieved to report that it did. I was just informed that my B sample did not confirm my A sample. My provisional suspension has been lifted by Sports Integrity Australia. The relief I am feeling is hard to describe. I appreciate the support I have received from my family, my team, and from so many people from Australia and around the world. The last month has been nothing less than a nightmare. I wish the results of my A sample had not been leaked, but there is nothing I can do about that. To say it one more time, I am innocent and have not taken this substance as I was accused. I have never in my life purchased, researched, possessed, administered, or used synthetic EPO or any other prohibited substance and never will. Uh, joining us down the line this afternoon to talk about that Peter Bold news and uh, share the latest on the athletes is... Glenn Quartermain from the West Australian. Glenn, good afternoon.
1: Uh, Afternoon, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, Glenn, great news earlier in the week with Peter Bowles' B sample returning. He was cleared of any wrongdoing and, geez, it's great to see that he's back out on the track already as well.
1: It is indeed. um, So his his A sample was obviously positive. That was taken in October 11 last year in Perth. Uh, But his B sample came back atypical, which means neither positive nor negative, which means it can't be corroborated with the A sample. So, yes, he is in the clear. The only um, caveat we would put on that is that there is an investigation ongoing through uh, Sports Integrity Australia, which was formerly ASADA, um, through uh, the governing body, WADA, which when there's a discrepancy between the A and B samples, they are... um, forced to investigate, which is their right. Um, Peter Bowles Camp, uh, notably his US-based lawyer, um, Paul Green and his coach, Justin Rinaldi, are happy to cooperate with that investigation. But the latest on that is that uh, Green will be flying over from the US uh, to attend those uh, meetings. And Justin and um, and his manager, Green, have have asked for the information, um, the lab information information, on those two samples to be provided to them before they answer any questions. They're not hiding anything. They just want all the information in front of them so that they know what they're dealing with. It's it's none of this really means um, you know he's going he's not um, going to keep running. I think it's very difficult now with the B sample not corroborating with the A sample for him to be banned. But um, they have to go through due process. So that's what this is all about. okay. Yeah, Great news for Peter. As you said, returned to his um, club training, so he missed about five weeks. Um, it was really tough for Peter. He he struggled um, after. Obviously, it's a big black cloud that is hanging over you and over your career and your reputation. Um, he struggled with that, uh, the mental health side of it. Uh, he had a couple of jobs early, but really just had a few weeks off. So he has missed a big slice of training, which is significant for a, a finely tuned athlete such as Peter. But they're they're not too concerned with that. Um, Immediately, they've got the uh, national titles coming up in late March, early April, and beyond that, the European season, and then later in the year in August, they've got the world titles in Budapest. Clearly had his B-sample come back positive. Um, The ban would have stuck. It would have been permanent. He would have appealed. It would have taken a long time. Um, It would have put the world at risk, but notably the Paris Olympics next year, so... Right now, their immediate focus is on just an easing him back into training. So, Wednesday night, uh, he uh, sorry, I should take Tuesday night, he had a bit of a run with the Fast Eight Track Club. So he's based in Melbourne and um, went there to just say hi, a bit of a meet, a meet and greet again, and um, actually got sucked in and thought, "Geez, I better better go for a bit of a light jog," which became a light set, and um, that went really well. His um, Kate said he couldn't wipe the smile off his face. Uh, he'll be eased back in next week and it'll be a gradual build up. And um, probably unlikely he'll race in the nationals, uh, which doubles as a world title selection. So, what it means is he'll have to run the uh, qualifying time, which is 144.70 for the 800 metres. Um, he's run that many times. His best is the 144 flat in Paris in 2022. Um, you know, if he's in peak condition, he should be able to get that. Provided three Australian athletes don't run quicker times, which is highly unlikely. So, look, the world titles are not the be-all and end-all. It's really gearing up to Paris next year, of course. He finished fourth in Tokyo. Um, the expectations are, certainly not just from Peter, but his coach and, and all of us, really, that he can he can uh, get himself onto the podium at Olympic level, which would be absolutely awesome. Um Everything suggests he can. This, is, this has been a major hurdle, but fortunately it's not been a long one. It's only been five weeks, so there's been a quite a bit of hurt for Peter, but um, it, you know, hopefully he'll get over it pretty quickly and move forward.
0: How long do you think the process could take, and if it does linger, do you think that might affect Peter Bowl and his performance, or do you think he, he's the type of guy to just get on with it?
1: I don't think it'll linger. I think uh, it'll take a few weeks, maybe a month, but you know, it's not like you're waiting for results to come back and they can take forever. In this instance, we'll, I was quite surprised at, um, how soon these, the B sample came back. But um, I don't think it will take forever. I think, in a way, they've sort of already moved on. While this is hanging in the background, it is a formal process and they still have to go through it. I don't think there's any major concerns from them. Um, interestingly, this week, his coach did ask for the head of Athletics Australia, um, the CEO, to step down. Um, they've come out. Basically, his argument is that overseas, generally, that typically the way things happen is your your A sample comes out, um, it's kept in house. your B sample comes out, if it corroborates with A, if it's positive, you're banned. In this case, it was leaked. Um, now, uh, that's great for the media, for those of us who work in the media, but not great for Peter, I guess. And um, and uh, they're wondering why now. Speaking to Justin, his coach uh, last night for the West Australian. Um, he his, his argument is that well where did this leak come from the, the, the concerns they have is there is so much detail in the leak like they knew that there were five tests that one of the five tests produced a positive result there's too much detail on it not to have come from a credible source so that's their concern having said that um, the athletics australia have said nothing to see here. we're not we're not certainly not standing down i think Justin will probably move on from that pretty quickly Um the areas they are still keen to get some clarity on are uh, the transportation of the test. So um, they were transported from Perth to Sydney sometime after October eleven last year, and there's some concerns from them. Now I can't go into any fine detail because I don't have it, but the concern is that perhaps those those what the, the the transportation wasn't handled as well as it could be, and the uh, the specimens could have been tainted in some way. That's one concern, um, and of course there was the there was the leak as well, which they were concerned about. So all these things they'll discuss. But right now the focus really is on getting Peter, getting his, his, his heart and his head and his body all back in the, in the, in the right ear at focus, and that is to get himself in peak physical condition, mentally and physically, so he can attack the European season um, and get that qualifying time, um, get to Budapest, and then get to Paris, so Budapest is very important given that it's a major international meet, had a disappointing world um, titles uh, last year after a really, really brilliant performance in Tokyo Uh, I think he set the Australian record in successive runs in the heat and in the semi-final, before that um, pretty gallant run, which was not run on his turn, it was a slow final and um, he likes it to be a bit of a quicker pace, so it didn't really work in his favour, but they're they're the tactics of the race and it's just another great experience for him at that major level. So everyone expects him to be very much a challenger for the podium um, in Paris next year. Um, Budapest is really important step towards that, but it's not the be all and end all as well. If you, if you know, it, look, he should be okay having only missed five weeks. But these finely tuned athletes, it can also mean a lot. So uh, they're not going to rush him. They're not going to push him. Um, um, but I would suggest that he'll be in Budapest and uh, and he'll be in Paris next year.
0: All right. Well, uh, we'd love to see uh, Peter Ball on an Olympic or World Championship podium, perhaps both, uh, in the very near future. Uh, Glenn, just the, to... the other, the, the yeah, yeah, go other Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Make... Yeah, so the only other point I'd make is, 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 is with all of this, um,
1: when the result came back, it was borderline high. So what that means is, um, you know, if, if, if he was doping, Peter Bull was doping and he's strenuously denied that he was, uh, if he was, he's really bad at it. I mean, the, the, the levels of EPO, which he was found positive for, weren't particularly high. Um, so he was pretty bad at it if he was. And also, his times didn't improve significantly during that period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, EPO, as we know, increases the flow of blood to um, oxygen to the blood, which helps not only in your performance but also in your recovery. And uh, there was none of No evidence of that at the time. So, if he was if he was doping, then he's he's pretty (laughs) crap at it, to be honest. So, um, you know, and as a result, you can have a natural high level of EPO. So they're also looking at perhaps some form of a kidney test to see whether they can um, look at the blood and see if um, if there's a natural high EPO. And what, what this has also triggered among athletes is that they're concerned about this EPA test and I won't go into specifics because it's, it's pretty uh, probably best best for a scientist to, to go through this but the gel test is one of the tests they do is involving a gel test and um, there's, there's some um, concerns over that test both from scientists and from athletes and I think over the next month there'll be some meetings with Australian athletes in particular over the EPA testing and how it's done because they're looking at the Peter Bowl case and saying, What if it's me next? you know? Um, how could if this could happen to Peter, it could happen to me. So, um this is this has been um you know, a real line in the sand moment for athletics, if not for Peter Bowl. And um let's just hope, you know. Um, you know, the old saying, whatever doesn't kill you makes you tougher. So, um hopefully this can make Peter even tougher than he is already and he can go on to bigger and better things in Paris next year.
0: Great news for Peter earlier on in the week. Glenn, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Always a pleasure, anytime. Thank you. There he goes, Glenn Quartermain from the West Australian. I thank you for his time on the show today.